Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to the show. Man, y'all have been answering the call. So you know, every week or every episode, if you're binging, I ask if you like what you're hearing, that you rate, you review, you subscribe, or you share the show. You know, I don't I don't ask for all at one time. I know how we are, y'all. I'm the same way with reviews, but if I like something, I can find two minutes to say I like what you're doing and keep doing it. And that's all I'm asking. So I want to share a review from someone who put one in just a couple of days ago. She says, inspired to, to be. Brunch and Slay, oh, I can't talk today, guys. Brunch and Slay reminds me that I'm powerful and I can do whatever my heart and passion is calling me to do. Amira's personality gives me life. <laughs> she asks the fun questions and makes every guest feel comfortable with being real. I'm a fan for life. Thank you so much, Healthy Latina Lifestyle. That was like the most amazing review. Not, I mean, they're all beautiful, but I'm like blushing, y'all. Y'all know I'm chocolate, so that's, that's a lot. I'm blushing because I hate to say my name and have somebody say something like that, but I want to share and I want to shout you out and thank you for answering the call. It means everything to me. And for those of you who are still procrastinating, girl, stop, boys, stop. Get it together and leave that review or at least share it on your favorite social media platform and tag us. We're on all of them and I'd love to give you a proper thank you. So now that that housekeeping is done, y'all, man, it feels good to be here and it definitely feels good to be here with somebody who has grossed over $1.5 million in revenue in the last four years. And wait for it. Not only did they gross that amount, but they grossed it after coming out of a very painful bankruptcy. I'll... I didn't even know that when I reached out to her to be on the show, but it may, it's right on time because I've been talking to several folks in my life who have gone through bankruptcy or going through bankruptcy and I can see it uh, taking a toll on them. And it is so beautiful that we get to have this show and hopefully they'll listen to it and they're here a little bit from someone who's on the other side of that sadness. And we, I know I've, I haven't gone through bankruptcy, but I've definitely been in places in my life where the money was more than funny, okay? And uh, the credit score was less than desirable. But through hard work and determination and a lot of, I won't even say sacrifice, it's just learning. Because I think that's what this is all about. It's just learning how to make different decisions, learning how to do things differently. So today's guest, she is the founder of the Brave Masters, right? And she is a person who founded this group and what she does is she's a business and personal growth strategist so we i know i i'm not even gonna lie strategy this year is like my golden word because i need a lot more of it so we're gonna welcome to the show right now miss gina rodriguez hello gina hi yes jenna for jenna is oh. the correct way <laughs> it's all good y'all J-E-N-A, it's all good <laughs> I am so excited to be running a hundred miles a minute. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it. My mother had to give me one in. It's like, it's like the, the, you know, trust me, I've, I've heard it my whole life. <laughs> no, the sad thing is I'm sitting here looking at it and it clearly says Jenna 
And well, yeah, but it's nor normally spelled with two N's. So, I mean, I, it, it's totally normal that people kind of get it wrong every so often. But I'll go by whatever you call me. I, you can call me J-Rod at this point. So it's all good. I'm really excited. Hey, I'm excited, too. And thank you for being so gracious because I, I've no learned problem. with a name like Amira, you'd be surprised how many times I've been well, called. Well, yeah. Amarie, Amara. <laughs> Amy Roth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, y'all can hear that laugh. So this is a woman walking on sunshine, right? So that's right. Right. So no, no need to, to fret over the small things. Life is no. way too good for us to be worried about a syllable or a, or a verb. Oh, I can't a vowel. <laughs> a vowel. <laughs> I love it. Man. So, okay, y'all, I was telling Jenna, I am a big stickler on like people who are powerful with words. And one of the mm. things that she has, so I want to lead with this because I read it and I was like, man, she gets it. So I know that you are a powerful woman and that you teach other people how to become powerful and how to operate in excellence. But one of the things I read, I just want to read it and I want you to tell me a little bit about why this was so important and why you picked these words. So okay. you say, I know you teach women to be brave and you say being brave is about saying yes without evidence, moving through fear and being uncomfortable yet doing it anyway. Mm hmm yes all day long so, so yeah yeah so let me I'll expand right um you know the thing I've learned uh and over my life and is is that we always have a choice and you know brave for me honestly it's even taken a bigger deeper definition than that even and it really is even more about saying yes to the facing yourself right saying yes to your true north which i i consider to be the higher self and um and i've i've had some challenges even over the last year uh, that has really tested that because um i i know that brave is about courage and and you know facing the fear and, and moving through all that uh, but i think the biggest thing we can do for our our power and our growth and expansion is to to face ourselves and what that means is to own our lives to own our past to own our futures and uh and stop pointing out there stop looking externally for the answers look internally um get still enough to be able to hear our answers and uh and and do it very unapologetically and one of the hardest lessons i've had to go through this last year is um and it's funny because i thought i was living it i really thought i was living this and uh and then i had another kind of awakening uh, moment in uh, the end of the year last year and and I wasn't really asking Jenna what she wanted you know I was still playing in the shadows of other other people's expectations other people's um, opinions and and ideas and I took that to heart this year and really stepped into um, a very powerful place where I simply asked what does Jenna want what does Jenna really want? And, um, and be able to bravely step forward and uncovering why that wasn't so for me, right? What was the emotional healing that I needed to have in order to, to step more into that? Um, but as well is to just simply step into the new choices and the becoming of, of that person, you know, that, that person that I long to be more of. 
Um, so does that make sense? Does that resonate? Oh, absolutely. And you know, I, I think it's, there's a couple of things you said that resonate with me. One, you know, you're speaking the language that we speak on this show all the time about mm. getting still. Uh, I, how do you yeah. get still? What's your go-to? I, oh yeah. So my go-to is, is meditation. And, um, and I really, I'll, I'll, I was one of those before last year, before December of last year, it was like, I don't have time. I don't, my, I have too many thoughts going on. What does that mean? What is that? I don't have, you know, all that, all that crap. <laughs> and, um, and, and so when I really surrendered to the process of that, um, not only was it highly emotional when I first, first, so if we have any first timers, uh, don't be shocked that maybe some emotions rise up and it's like, but that's the facing yourself brave part. <laughs> and, Ooh, yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I even when I talk to my clients, I'm like, guys, you know, meditate. And then they come up with the same reasons and excuses like I did. And I said, I got it. And I said, but guess what? That's our ego. That's our our um, ego chatter that has us avoid it to stay safe. And I said, what we have to learn is how to outsmart our ego and to step into our higher self, into our true north, as I call it. And so my meditation is, uh, and I'm, I'm about an 85 percenter. Um, there are days that I don't, don't get it done. Um, but, um, even if it's just a minute of breathing or a minute of, of transition, you know, if I'm on a call and I just take a few breaths and I transition to the next one, you know, those are moments of stillness. So, um, it doesn't have to be, I, and I've, you know, I've gone from, you know, taking an, uh, like a 20 minute meditation reading for 20 minutes and, uh, and then just listening to videos that feed my soul to, so it might be an hour to two hour process down to like 15 minutes this morning. Cause that's all I had. Right. Right. Um, right. So you find your rhythm with it. And I think what's important is that you just commit to the habit, um, and recognize once you start doing it, uh, there was a point where I was doing it very consistently every single day. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, like for three days, I didn't do it. it. I think we went on vacation or something. And, um, so we were just busy bees and, uh, and I recognized it. I saw the distinctive difference of how I operated kind of showed up, you know, and, and so quickly my, my, um, I'm a recovering control freak. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, um, is there a group for that? Cause maybe I need to, just... I think there's a group for that somewhere. Um, and with that, it was, it kept me in a place of fight or flight. It kept me in ego more than higher self, more than, more than true North, uh, position. So, um, my familiar is in that space, right? My familiar, my, my, my autopilot wants to go back to control every, try to control everything, try to mitigate risk and everything, try to, um, you know, avoid things that might be uncomfortable or, you know, or just emotionally, you know, not sound. Um, and I have to outsmart that because the gold and the brave and the, 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 the gems of life are on the other side of that are when we live predominantly from true north. And, uh, and so stillness was my path to that, my ability to get, to be able to discern the voices um, between the two, right? Uh, for me, requires stillness, uh, because otherwise it's, it's such an autopilot thing that we do. Um, and it's very, it's, a, it's very natural, it's human nature to do it. 
because it's what our reptilian brain wants to to protect us, you know. And um, so it's not about getting rid of it, the, getting rid of that natural part of us, but it is about outsmarting it so that we can actually live in more into our power, more into our our true selves, and and then show up that way. Man, so of course, y'all, you know me. This can go totally left because I know I, <laughs> I I mentioned it a lot on the show about how meditation changed my life. It's very similar to what you said about I can tell when I'm off if I haven't done it in a day or two. It's totally yes. different reactions to different things that typically may take me there. They don't take me there if I'm in the right headspace. If I've already laid the foundation for a great day. Yep. Um, I I definitely know that. But I I started the process or the practice when I was pregnant with my daughter. So this is going into year five for me. And I, and I tell people all the time, I was just like you. I thought I had tried it several times before because my husband had been meditating way before me. And mm, uh, he's born Zen, so he didn't really sell it to me because I just thought <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a Zen master anyway, you know. Uh, but I knew that having a kid, I was going to need some extra equipment <laughs> to, be, right, right. to manage it mentally. And uh, I started. And just slowly, bit by bit, it just became, it was like a drug to me. Like when you find yeah. a way to find that peace and find that answer, like you can hear it crystal clear. So I say that to ask you, what was it that helped you on your journey? Because we talk about meditation a lot, kind of snippets here, but I don't know if I've ever given anybody tools to kind of help them a little bit on their journey when you're first starting out. Uh, because that's the part yeah. that's the scariest. When you, you can, once you're seeking it, it will seek you. But when you're first uncomfortable, uh, it, there, we need to give people some tools. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I seriously just started with an app on my phone. It's guided, right? Just listening to someone else walk me through the steps or what have you in the, and some of the thinking. Um, so the guided uh, um, meditations are, are amazing and they're great. And sometimes that's what I need now because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm too stressed out or I'm like, there's too much going on. So I need someone to just kind of take the lead. Uh, so a guided meditation are great. I, there's two apps that I've I've tried, I use Calm, C-A-L-M, um, or Headspace is another one. And so it's as easy as click that button and pick a, pick a meditation and you can pick time limits. You know, it's like, I just have time for 10 minutes or 30 minutes or what have you. And then I started to um, kind of graduate to, uh, even on the Calm app, there is, um, there's, an, there's an option where it's less guided, right? It's literally like, welcome and then you kind of sit there for 20 30 minutes very quiet there's i believe there's some um there may be some music or or instruments or something in the background uh or it could be quiet i'm trying to remember uh, which one i chose but then it and then it'll wake you back up it'll kind of come in at the end and so you know take you tell you to take a deep breath and come back to the space and but it's very um it's it's gives you that space to to be a little more still and quiet and peaceful and uh, and so you can graduate to that as well and and i like both and so it's like here's the biggest thing don't make it complicated because your ego will try to talk you out of it because it knows if you get quiet enough you actually have to face yourself that's the bottom line uh -oh. <laughs> the, ding, right yes <laughs> you know what I said, ding, 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 ding. Yes. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. There, there you have the yeah. truth. Yeah. Right? No, I, I agree. Oh. I, I like Headspace. I haven't tried Calm. I started out 
with one of the Oprah challenges years ago. That's her and right. Deepak. That's right. how I started. Fell asleep yep. on a whole lot of them, y'all. So don't feel bad. If you don't. <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> that's your body letting you know you're tired. And that's that's the first step, I think, that lesson I learned with meditation is that, number one, you got to start listening to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, trusting yourself. Yeah, from being tired to overworked to saying no to different obligations. It, it's just literally empowered me. And um, so I do that one. And another one for you guys is um, Audible. Audible has some great, if you're an mm-hmm. Audible subscriber, they have some great downloads that are automatically included in Audible. Several of them from starting to beginner classes. That's like a 21 day t- challenge. I've done that one. Uh, they have some that are like a little bit more deep. And then there's a great book I, I read about my second and maybe two and a half years into meditation. I read a book called Light is a New Black. Man. Mm, I've heard that one. Yeah, that's when I began to meditate without any guidance, and it took me two and a half years to get there, where I didn't need a prompt or a person. And I don't do that often because that's not every day. Meditation truly is a practice, y'all. Like some days you feel like going deep, and some days you're like, I just need some medicine. Give it to me, you know? (laughs) Right, right. I just need a little band aid. (laughs) Yeah, just a little something to get tied me over. Just a little fix. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so glad we talked about that. So y'all, I don't want to, I know y'all didn't tune in to hear all about our meditation journey, but I love the fact that over and over again, if you've been listening for a while, you'll hear multiple people, most people who come on the show kind of talk about it and, and we kind of yeah. glaze over it, but there has to be a commonality. So I hope you guys are picking up on that. Well, and I, I'll just say this real quick. I've, I've, I was studying a lot of, I mean, and I always do, I, I watch highly successful people and what do they do? What are their morning rituals? What is, what's the process for being in the right headspace? Because success is about your mind, right? So, um, and your emotional intelligence. And uh, I would say almost a hundred percent of the people that I was studying meditation, stillness, you know, move the body, um, state change, right? So meditation was like a common thread in the level of success. It's billionaires, I mean, millionaires, there's like, you know, those, those high achieving, high performing individuals. Um, and so I was like, like you, I'm like, okay, something must be up with this. <laughs> so uh, it's not to be ignored and, uh, and hopefully embraced, right? And so, yeah, I've definitely embraced it. For Brunch and Slay after this, If you knew you could do something that would totally make someone's day, would you do it? If you answer yes, then I'm going to ask you right now to totally make my day. If you want to make my day, head over to whatever platform you listen to the podcast on and leave a review for the show. Share it on your social media platforms and subscribe. That's how we grow. That's how we connect with more people just like you. You guys know I'm on a mission to change the world. Help me out. And now back to Brunch and Slay. I mean, if all else fails, we have to remember, if it's okay for Oprah, it's probably okay for us, y'all. Like- <laughs> That's right, if it's okay for Oprah. <laughs> Agreed. She does it. She meditates every day. Right. And she, I mean, like literally, okay, like I said, I could fall down this rabbit hole. This is, you know, I don't want y'all to, 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 to totally tap out on us. But another thing, another terminology, a couple of groups, words that you use, and I, like I said, I love your play on words, resistance to resilience. So let's talk mm. about everybody. We kind of talked about at the top of the show about you experiencing bankruptcy and then you built this business. Uh, let's talk right. about what ignited that fire because that's a fire. <laughs> yeah, that was putting out a fire, right? <laughs> and finding another one. 
Um, so the quick story is, uh, in 2006, I was, uh, I, well, I had been in corporate America as a controller, um, and, uh, for about eight years or so. And then I got a fire under me and, uh, I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to find my own, you know, entrepreneurial journey. And so I, I followed some breadcrumbs and, and ended up buying a storefront um, that, which was great. Cause I, before my previous careers, I included makeup artistry and fashion design and sales and marketing and all these things. So a storefront, a women's boutique that included makeup and fashion and all of these, uh, passions that I had, um, I thought perfect, right? Perfect. And, uh, and so it comes with some investment clearly, you know, getting the SBA loans and the, um, and then you, you know, I bought a storefront that already existed. And, uh, and so everything, I mean, we earned over $300,000 in the store in the first year that I owned it. Um, but what was tricky was that cash flow was a different story when you, when you only have yourself to count on uh, and your own credit and your own lines of credit and your own capitalization and all of that. Um, there was just a point that I ran out. Um, and if that's, that's a brick and mortar for you, if you don't have uh, the inventory and, and the means to keep that machine churning, uh, it's, one, it's definitely a hard model. Um, to maintain, not to say it doesn't work, but that was my experience, of course. And, um, and I found myself two months behind on rent, uh, not able to pay my people. And I was like, I'm 700,000 in debt. What do I do? And, um, and so I found, you know, found myself in front of a bankruptcy attorney and she basically, I said, give me my options. Just, I need to know options so I can make a sound decision. And I said, the most important thing for me right now, I had a two-year-old and seven-year-old and, um, and I said, uh, you know, my family, I want to save my house that I built two years ago and, uh, and my car, you know, can I keep my car? You know, I didn't know, I didn't know what, I, what, what all of it looked like and what my options were. And she just said, yes, you can save all that if you just walk away. Um, and, or do you want to keep the business and restructure it, which is another option, except that was the expensive option. And because there is actually a cost to filing everything and uh, I didn't have it. I didn't have that money. So I said, well, I guess I only have one option, you know, and, and that was, you know, personal bankruptcy. And it was very bittersweet. Clearly it was highly emotional. And one of the biggest things that I noticed was it was also one of my lifelong fears. And if we know anything about fears, if they paralyze us, if they seep into our subconscious and, and, you know, aren't really dealt with, um, then they do sometimes show up for our own lesson. And uh, at least that's what I believe. And so I think that's why it's so important to me now that I face all the fears straight on. I identify them. I help people identify them with my detachment method, um, which, uh, and I, you know, it's like identify and recognize any resistance, any attachments, any fears. That's my process because it will derail you. It will seep into your reality if you don't face it. And uh, my mother had gone bankrupt twice in, in my younger years. And so my younger self made it mean that it was a very bad thing. And it was bad. It meant something bad about me. Right. Right. That was your trauma. So that was your trauma. That was the trauma. Yeah. At eight years old, I, I, all I saw was bankruptcy, foreclosure, and parents divorce. And then my whole world changed. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, 
that must be bad, <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. So it was a very, very childlike view, but it was also very, it created that fear and scared uh, experience. And so I remember when I left the bankruptcy attorney, I literally got in the car and started laughing. And it was, I mean, probably a relief also, like a release of adrenaline, <laughs> but it was this sense of like, of course. I was laughing because I'm like, of course. I was self-aware enough to go, yep, welcome to my my lesson. Um, welcome to my biggest fear, you know, coming straight at me, right? Yeah. And how, and the question became, what? how will I respond? And will I break the cycle of what, you know, I observed in my childhood, which was, it, you know, from my, from that moment at eight years old, it only got worse, right? And it, it actually just got worse. I ended up, my, you know, my mother ended up in a domestic violence, abusive relationship. And I had to live through that for five years. And until I moved out at 14, um, which was by my choice, not hers, my choice. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it, it, it led into, um, a, you know, a mindset and a world of, you know, figuring out how to respond to things that occur and not make them mean something about me or my identity. Now, when I, I can say that now, but I did spend a couple years shameful about it. And I just went on, I moved forward. I picked up my, you know, picked myself up the next day and said, what do I have to do to pay the mortgage? And what do I have to do to get back on our feet? And we, we did. And my husband and I, you know, actually partnered together in a company that he was running part-time and we built that company and, um, and we stayed afloat and we were cash basis. That's what you got to do <laughs> when you file bankruptcy. And, um, and we built our credit back up and then now it's, you know, now it's history, but it, it's this place of what are you going to do when it happens? Right. Not, Oh my gosh, this happened to me. I never said that. And I think that's the shift. Nothing happens to us. It happens for us. Mm -hmm. And it happens uh, for a space of um, sometimes all of the choices we've made previously lead us to where we are. And we, uh, and I think it's an opportunity for ownership. Um, personal power, in my opinion, only becomes power when we take full ownership for the life that we have and the life that we led, you know, history, as well as the one we're creating in the future. And, um, and so that's kind of the, the journey of it. And of course, that was 13 years ago. Uh, and here we are, right? It's, it's, you know, it's like, how do you keep moving forward? And, you know, and of course I stay, I chose the one thing I was really clear about was I didn't want to work for someone else. <laughs> um, I'm like, welcome to entrepreneur. You know, the, the bug bit me, right. It's like, I didn't want to go backwards. And, um, and I, so I've done everything I need to not to, and be willing to work for someone else, you you know, so talking about resistance to resilience, anywhere that you have resistance, anywhere that you say, I can't do that, or I won't, or I don't want that, um, we have to check ourselves for the resistance, because that too can create more, perpetuate this, the resistance, and, uh, and it can attract the things that we don't want. Um, so there, the, what I, when I, when I mentioned the detachment method, there's a point where we identify the resistance, we identify the fears, and then we allow it. And when the allowance occurs, usually there's some emotion around that because we're so resistant to it. Um, and, uh, and when we allow it, then we can actually tap into our true self and our true North that says, actually, you're safe right? You're, you don't actually have to live in this fear that you've made up. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's just a kind of a snippet of the process that I, I not only take myself through, but, you know, help others do the same. No, I mean, thank you for your transparency and for sharing, you know, your past traumas with us. I think I know that there are a lot of us who we bounce back, you know, and Mm -hmm. we don't identify, we don't deal with, we just, it's the past. We don't want to dwell in it. I get that. And I'm not saying you should, just like you said, it's not, it happened to me, you know? Yes. Right. But because of that, we have some learned behaviors that we inherited from our upbringing. And a lot of times I think it's, uh, we avoid dealing with them because you don't want to disrespect a parent. You don't want them to feel like they failed you or whatever, all these different emotions that come into things that we saw are the lack of things that made you strive, right? You don't mm-hmm. see, it's typically the self-made folks you see are folks who had, didn't have, right? Who yeah. maybe went home or witnessed things that they, and it's this power, it's this energy inside of you that says, I will never right? Mm -hmm. I won't live like that. My kids won't. Whatever that thing is, is why you're successful. So it's not totally bad. It's just a matter of learning how to navigate it and to, like you said, find your true north and address it. Uh, One of the exercises that I learned that really knocks me off my socks, and I tell people to do it when you're ready, is just look in the mirror and look at yourself in the eye. Yeah. Like you cannot lie to yourself when you're looking at yourself. If you can lie to yourself looking in the mirror in your own eyes, then there's nothing we can do for you. <laughs> yeah, we, we got some work to do, right? right. But there's <laughs> something that awakens when you can be have those honest moments with yourself and you can cry on your own shoulder, right? And you just say, right. I don't know what to do. I'm, this is hard for me, or this is beautiful. Or, I am beautiful. All those things are necessary. And it doesn't yeah. take long. I don't know anybody who can do it for a very long period of time, but just try it. Look yourself in the eye and say, you know, it's going to be okay, or you've got this, or whatever you need to say to yourself, but look yourself in the eye in the mirror. I think yeah. that, that's one of those things that kind of was a game changer for me. You can't. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you just, you know, you've got to, it's got to be the raw truth, you know, and, and, the, and the first person we have to get real with is ourselves before we can face anyone else and, uh, and deal with whatever that resistance is, whatever those attachments are, because that's the facade, that's the illusion. And if we're coming from the illusion and we're trying to communicate it powerfully to someone else and and go, this is what I need. This is what I desire. It's, it's not going to resonate. It's, it's, you're going to, you know, you're going to try to mitigate risk and mitigate losing a relationship or what have you. And, and I, I, like I said, I, I, this year was one of those big years for me to really face the, face the music. And I changed, I ended a, a business partnership that w- just wasn't right for me. It wasn't about them or the business. It was just not right for me. I moved my family or, you know, we came up with this idea and we made the decision together to move across the country to LA um, from Houston, Texas. And what? You were in Houston, girl? I did not know I that. was in Houston. <laughs> not anymore. We both moved, right? I'm not in Houston anymore either. Wow. Oh, got it. Okay. I wondered. I, I forgot where you, are you in, where are you from? I'm still in Texas. You I'm in Dallas now. Yeah. Oh, Dallas. Okay. Got it. I was like, I know you're central. <laughs> I remember. Central, central time zone. But, um, you know, and, the, and, and there was, and honestly, there was so much emotional divorcing that I, I did this year and, and, and it's been extremely hard and yet the most powerful thing I've been able to do for myself in a very long time. And I had to come to terms with how I 
tried to hold it all together, how I'm, you know, my control freakness, you know, my neat, and I still have, I mean, that's a work in progress, because I'm real used to that since I was a child, right? That's the only thing I could do back then was try to control things, right? um, Because it was so chaotic. And um, yeah, so I just, I'm with you on that. I think it is, you know, face yourself, look in the mirror, tell your truth. And, you know, it's funny, there's a, there is a simple exercise, I'll offer an exercise if you want. Um, I do this with my clients. I, I, well, actually I had a friend the other night. She's like, I'm struggling to make a decision. Should I go? Should I not go? And it was like a business event and that she was like committed to. And then, and then she had these circumstances show up and then she wasn't feeling it. And she's like, oh my gosh, but I'm obligated. Da, 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 right. It's a crazy, the crazy talk. Right. And all I did was I said, take a deep breath. And she calmed down. And I said, I want you to answer my question as fast as you can. Just, just truth. Just be with the question. And I said, do you want to go to the event? And she goes, no. <laughs> and I said, that's your truth. Anything else is your ego trying to, to justify, to try to mitigate, try to take the risk out of the relationship fears and the what's, what is this person going to say to me or how is this going to play out when the truth is it's not right for you to go. And she powerfully communicated that to the person and, uh, and they're fine everything fine. Everything was, everything worked out beautifully and it was the right decision. Uh, but that's the, that's the space we have to get to is to be able to calm that noise long enough for us to hear the right answer. Um, and sometimes the answer is no. And sometimes the answer is yes. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know if we, we, either one, it depends on where the attachments are, the resistance, right? Um, uh, whether we say yes or no. And, um, and yet just getting to the truth is what is most powerful. Then we get to face the music. Then we get to face what powerful communication do I have to, to stand up for, right? Um, and sometimes they're not fun. And sometimes the other person reacts negatively or doesn't, doesn't like what you got to say. I had, <laughs> I had a bit of that. It's a tough one. And that, that's that muscle that it, it's not easy. And I think right. I'm so glad you keep mentioning ego because yeah. a lot of times we orchestrate these moments in our head as to how we think the world is going to perceive something and the truth is the world is worried about the world right. they're not worried about you <laughs> so, so true. they're going to say oh you can't make it okay it's your friend's party she's invited 150 people you can't be there they're not losing sleep in most cases and yes. those who are typically it's not about you not coming it's about you not showing up in other ways yeah right you it's know? a reflection of something else yeah yeah so yeah. i love that because i like i always like to say who are these people that you speak of like who are these people who are running around so worried or are mad at you or are thinking that that you the world's going to stop because you can't do something it's what we want to perceive that the world thinks of us and that that's yeah. another tough cookie to to chew you know <laughs> yeah it is right it's chocolate chip cookie night because it's it's like it, you know, and, I, and the, the, our responsibility is for our truth, not their response to it, not their reaction to it, right? And I think we are 100% worried about everybody else's reaction to our truth, to what we know is right for us. And if somebody's reacting that's not supportive, that's not right on uh, kind of on your right side with it, it's just their stuff going on. They've got ego involved too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so we just have to have more grace and forgiveness for self and forgiveness and compassion for others. And then just, you know, it's also a space of like, where, where is your self boundary, you know, of, of just knowing what's right for you and what you, you know, what you prefer not, you know, and, and you don't have to participate in things that don't serve you. 
Yeah. So you're, you're in a good headspace of protecting your peace, I see, and probably filtering a lot of things that are coming to your life. So I always like to know what is in your feed right now that gives you inspiration. And if you're not on social media that way, tell me what you're binging that's literally helping you stay on that plane. <laughs> Such a good question. <laughs> so, um, wow. How do I answer? Um, okay. So I'm definitely inspired by um, kind of this new, this conversation that we are having, because I, like I said, this year has been very transformational for me and um, I'm writing a book about it. I'm, I'm like diving into this detachment method and like really trying to help people get their brave on at a whole different level. Um, so that's the inspiration. And, um, and underneath that, you know, how I stay connected, right. I, again, practice and the meditations and I have a lot of teachers, right. I have, you know, life coach mentors and things like that, as well as spiritual teachers. And, and I, I, um, in this last year, and she was kind of the first video I ran across, I've known of her, but I ran across Gabrielle Bernstein's, uh, five, um, uh, five steps to surrender, I guess is general or generally the, the title on her super soul session. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am just so blessed that I got to meet her in person and oh! at her book signing this week in LA. <laughs> I was How like, cool is that? yes. Or last week, last Tuesday, it's been a week. Um, very cool. Very like, you know, surreal, like, Oh my gosh, I'm here. I am here with her, you know? And, um, so she, I'm binging her. Um, I binge Abraham Hicks a lot. Um, uh, so those are the two main things that I'm, I'm currently binging and, uh, and another great web show, just cause I just, if you want to like study high performers and successful individuals, I love, um, impact theory with Tom Ballou. Oh, now that's so the only one just, I haven't heard of, so I'm going to have to... Yeah, go on to you, YouTube. He has a YouTube channel and, um, yeah, I declare I'm on that. Hey! <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Wait. I can't wait. <laughs> No, I, I, I love that. I love Gabby. Amazing. Like, yeah, really, Gabby's amazing. Yeah, yeah. The, some of the stories, it's just like, I just get it. And I like it when people can be honest about their transition and the hardships. And I know that's, that's still hard. I still walk a tightrope with how much to share, how much to take back, you know, because I never want to make it the mirror show. You know what I mean? I know. I um, get it. Yeah. But I do think that's what people want to hear is, is not necessarily your, the bad things. They just want to know somebody else is going through what they're going through. They don't want to rejoice in your pain they want to see the, yes you know. well they just want to see our humanness yeah. right like yeah. we're just as human I because I definitely get it especially with our social media world and our you know we're building businesses and we don't want to look like we've cracked you yeah. know it's like but the truth is is there's an up and down process to our lives and our growing our businesses or, or whatever we're up to and uh, yeah, and for people to look at me or you or anyone and say, oh, they've got it all together. They don't have any of these struggles. It's like, yeah, right. You know, like, <laughs> let me tell you what yesterday was like, you know, it's like, yeah. so I'm, I'm with you, but I, I definitely have moved towards like, I want to share more of, and honestly, and, and this year there's, I think a pause that can occur, like when you're in the heat of it. And then when you you get perspective, then it's time to like share. What did you learn from that? Cause I'm a big, I, 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 everything I go through, I'm like, what did I need to learn from that? Right. So once I hear the answer to that, then it's like, okay, time to tell. Uh, yeah. But when I'm in it and in the middle of it, sometimes I'm like, okay, just pause. I don't have to go announce this on, you know, Instagram. <laughs> I um, agree. And that's, that's, yeah. that, that, that was the magic potion right there because sometimes you're in it and you're wandering around lost <laughs> Uh, right. But what you would share would not be the version that needs to be shared. Right. 
yes, you're still in the ego. Yeah, yeah figuring that, it out. Yeah. So yeah. what hashtag would you use to describe yourself right now? Oh, uh, my newest hashtag is gut and faith. Oh, I like it. That's my, I mean, I, that's mine. I, I'm like, what else, you know, I mean, I guess that was the first thing that came to mind. Um, but yes, I, I even made a t-shirt. I was like, this is my motto this year. <laughs> no, I love gut it. Gut and faith. Yeah. And so now one of the things I love to do is for all those people who come on the show and who are so vulnerable and share their truth with us, I want to pour right back into them. So tell me what vibes or prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey as you, so that you can get on that YouTube channel and that maybe you can do, host something mm -hmm. with Gabby. I can see that for you. Yeah. I love that. Well, um, so, you know, something bigger that I'm, the bigger game that I'm playing is the declaration that I am. Um, you know, an inspired motivational speaker on bigger stages and an author and uh, best-selling author, right? I like, yeah. those are things I'm creating and declaring and you're having me say it out loud right now. <laughs> Accountability. Um, <laughs> accountability, please. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's me showing up regardless of um, what I, what I feel might be a judgment or might be, you know, those naysayers or people, what, whatever that goes on, that's the ego. Right. And, um, and so just holding the space for that to occur, especially in our new environment and holding the space for my, my daughter and husband and I to just thrive out here in LA. That would you know, be amazing. You know, a wise woman once said that being brave is about saying yes without evidence. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. So, I mean, you know, I'm getting my life here tonight. And I know, gosh, we have, I have like, we've gone in every direction. But I also, I, you got some really cool stuff. And I was looking on your site and I saw so many different courses that are like at no cost. People can take a lot. That's rare because a lot of times people, everything they have is a fee, right? And you, you right. sign up for something and it's this endless funnel, which mind you, we know people have to make a living. But that's one thing I love. And you have that Facebook group where folks can go and and get free yeah. life master so I, i'm jacking it up i know i am but i know folks <laughs> are hearing you and they're wanting some more and they want to know where they can find you so at least they can maybe join your facebook group what's the name of your facebook group yes it's called brave entrepreneurs that's what it is um so yeah you can you uh, that would be amazing because i am i'm i really am pumping up that conversation in this community and it's of course just free trainings every tuesday and and i even have these master classes that are really a deep dive they're free and they're i mean they're classes we workshop it and um and it's live in my facebook group and um and then you know people can choose if they want to like expand and do something bigger with me but that is like that's been really inspiring and, and exciting and i do have another one coming up here in a few weeks and we'll we'll do them ongoing so no matter when you join the group right just come into the facebook group there's gonna be there's videos already in there just go you know pour into them go binge them right we binge all right, this stuff right <laughs> tell them the name so, of the yeah yeah, Brave Entrepreneurs. And you can get there by going to bravemasters.com slash brave FB, FB standing for Facebook. So yeah. Brave FB on the end. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted to make sure I said something about that because I love I appreciate the that. free stuff. I mean, we're yeah. all out here trying to build and there's some folks listening to this, like I said, who are going through bankruptcy right now and they don't need another price tag, right? But, but Correct. we need to connect with people who speak to our spirit and everybody has a different person. Like I'm a in your face. Like that's what I need to get my life together. I need somebody to say, Amira, now come on, just, just stop, like get it together. And you're <laughs> right. that kind of energy that would be like, Amira, 
you got to do the work. Like I, I, that's the kind of relationships I need. <laughs> yeah. I love you. And we're going to get started. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. So now this yeah. Saturday, you can brunch with anybody in the world that are alive. Who are you brunching with? I'm definitely, I still have Oprah on my list. I just, I'm closer to her too. <laughs> I'm a little jelly. I'm not going to lie. I'm little, I am closer I to I should, her. <laughs> I'm like, Oprah, we're neighbors. Come on. No, I just still think I just, uh, and it was funny. I did start binging some of her videos too. That's a great one to go binge every so often. Um, and uh, she's just an ex, I mean, she is her whole life story is that expression of brave. I mean, completely. And and what she's learned and how she pours into people and, and yet she still is unapologetically successful. And I, I, I just really honor her. Oh yeah. I think she's a perfect example of someone walking in purpose and someone who answered yes. the call. Yeah. Completely. About her beginning of her life says she should be where she is. That's right. Right. And when right. you're doubting yourself and you're in that moment, you're like me, I like to cry in my closet, you know, um, when you're in that moment, you shake it off. You give yourself some time because your body needs to purge. So let those tears out. They're healthy. They're, they're, they are things that are going to heal you and get you to where you need, but don't wallow in those tears. Think about, right. think about a big sister, Oprah, because I know she doesn't like to be called Auntie O. Um, but <laughs> think about her. Think about Gabby. Think about me. Think about Jenna. Think about folks who you know, who are, who are operating in, in the unknown. None of yeah. us know. We're just out here saying, I, there's something in my spirit that says I should be doing this. And that's all we're doing is answering the call, you know? And yeah. y'all are not alone. You're not alone. Good and faith. Hey, she said it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag good. Follow your gut. Listen, listen to your gut. Follow with faith. That's what yes, it means. Yes, and faith. <laughs> and so where can people fi find you? How can they support you? Absolutely. Um, it's certainly, uh, you know, you can jump onto my website first, bravemasters.com. Um, I'm on all social media platforms, you know, kind of the big four and, uh, by um, mainly under Jenna Rodriguez. So just uh, one in, <laughs> so find me, uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, those two are kind of my favorites and, um, I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. And yeah, I'm online and I, I have my, oh, I have a podcast as well. And it's, it's the brave entrepreneur podcast. So it's like, go to iTunes, search for that. Yes. You know, there's so much content and I'm about to hit my 200th episode. So it's like, Woo -woo. it's been amazing. Yeah. So yeah, there's, you, you can't just put Jenna Rodriguez in Google. I do that every so often. Right. Sometimes you got <laughs> you, to, right? You got to check <laughs> yourself. See me out there. <laughs> Can they see I'm up late still working? That's like, right. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love it, sure. man. I am so happy that we connected and Me I too. love your energy and your spirit. And I, man, I am sending vibes of abundance your way. I appreciate that. I, I take that in. Thank you so much. You're welcome, man. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. That's where my publishing company started because no one would actually take me on. Um, all the publishing companies were like, no, they thought it was, it was urban fiction. And this was back in like the early 2000s when you had Wahida Clark, um, you had, I mean, you know, all of these great, great, great writers out there. And so if you enjoyed today's show and you want to get to know Jenna a little bit better, you know what I'm going to say, give her feed 30 days, follow her on whichever social media platform you love.
and just just engage with her and get to know her a little bit more. What's 30 days? If you don't like it, you know, we have that 30 day return policy. It hurts nobody to like an image or to give a little comment about how much she's helping you or support her information onto someone else. Um, as always, I enjoy today. And I always want you to remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Slate.